right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Daily Dimensions podcast. I am your host, Smitty, and I'm here to, I guess, not necessarily give you episode one, but to give you kind of like a, kind of like a little backstory, a little, 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 little bit about me, man. So I wanted to start off this podcast by talking to you all about my mental health journey. So mental health, you know, me being African-American, it's not something that's really huge in our community. It's something that a lot of us are experiencing, but not a lot of us are talking about. And, you know, in today's climate, it's definitely picking up steam. It's becoming something that's more normalized and it's, it's, it's getting a little bit easier to talk about. Um, So here I am to share a little bit of me with you. So 2019, let's 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 backtrack it. 2019 is probably probably was the, the most trying mental health year of my life. You know, I know we got 2020 going on. It's a whole pandemic. Everyone's losing people and there's a lot going on. But 2019 for me was way worse than 2020 has been for me. Um, let me start it off with the the thing that really sent me into a, a darker place, a more difficult place to climb out of. So it started with me and my girlfriend breaking up. Now, I preface this that we're, we're back together now. Things are a lot better than they used to be, but it was the timing of it and the suddenness of it. You know, it's never a good time to break up with somebody. It's, it's always going to feel out of nowhere, at least for me it did. But the timing of it was crazy because I thought we were straight, <laughs> you know. And it came the day after Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I, I, When I say to y'all, I was floored. I was floored, man. So, you know, I had gone out to to see her. You feel me? We had went on a date. It was nice. It was beautiful to me, at least. You know, <laughs> maybe not to her. <laughs> but, you know, she ended up breaking up with me the next day. And I was like, ain't that some shit? <laughs> you know, I was definitely upset, man. And it sent me into a very tough place because this is the person I'm used to sharing everything with. You know, so when I'm happy, I share it with her. When I'm sad, I share it with her. You know, like that's my go-to person, my confidant, my road dog. So now when things are going on in my life and I don't have this person, it's challenging because you've been going to that person for so long. We have been together for some years that once that person is just yanked from you, it's like, okay, well, who do I go to? Who do I talk to? What do I, you know? And then just the fact that someone you loved, cared about, you saw yourself marrying, saw yourself being with forever, blah, 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 blah. And the story goes on is no longer with you. And I couldn't really wrap my mind around it or be like, because me, not to toot my own horn, I'm a great guy. <laughs> you feel me? I think I'm an amazing person. Everybody has their flaws, but I I think I'm great, man. So it really, it really did catch me out of nowhere. Um, So dealing with that was a lot. But I think what made it worse is that shortly after that, I started experiencing a lot of deaths around me. So one of the closest people to me, his name was Pastor Warren Gill, man. He was a, a mentor to me, uh, my former pastor. We worked together. You know, he uh, got me into the social work field, gave me my internship, man. I got fired from an internship on my day off <laughs> my senior year, and I needed an internship to graduate. And he was there for me, man. He held it down, and he's known me since I was young, man, since I was about five, you know. So... To lose him was really challenging for me. And of course, 
the person I want to talk to and go to can't go to him. So dealing with relationship loss and then loss of my mentor was tough for me. Um, But then not soon after that, I lost another one of my friends that I was uh, football teammates in high school with, friends with, man. Uh, His name was Emmanuel Omari. And I lost him to suicide. Let me not say I, we, you know, as his friends and as his brothers, we lost him to suicide, man. And that really, that hit differently, you know, because whenever you lose someone to suicide, nine times out of 10, it's always, I never knew they were feeling that way. You know, I never saw them as the kind of person that would do that. I never imagined they would ever be feeling this way. They always seem so okay and blah, 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 blah. And so it, it, it really caught me out of nowhere. And I had seen him in the gym. He was always in the gym. And I seen him in the gym maybe like a month before that. And he looked good. <laughs> you know, he looked good, man. And I couldn't have imagined in that moment when I saw him that he could have been feeling this way inside. So, you know, the loss of relationship, the loss of my close mentor and the loss of a good brother of mine all happening so close to they're They're all within the same time frame of one another was a challenge. Like I couldn't even imagine, you know, I had experienced relationships ending before I had experienced death before, but something about the timing of all this and the way it came about just was really just hard for me. It was really hard for me. And it led me to a point where, I started to experience anxiety for the first time and anxiety is one of them things where if you've never experienced it for yourself, it's really hard to explain it or understand it really. And like, I, you know, I study social work. I work in the field. I deal with people all the time and I have an understanding of it, but it's entirely different when you feel it for yourself, man. So as I started to feel these feelings, I like, I, I didn't even know what it was. I started Googling it and trying to, <laughs> trying to diagnose myself and I'm like dang is this what anxiety feels like like this is this is terrible so I started feeling anxiety it led to me not being able to sleep you know I worked an overnight job at the time and I would stay up all night because of the job but then when you get home I would get off at seven in the morning and I would go home maybe eat some oatmeal or something and then I'm going to sleep <laughs> I'm knocked out because I'm tired but because of the way I was feeling I would get home And I would lay in that bed and I would think and just think and think and think. And my mind would not shut off. And it was a lot of tossing and turning and just insomnia, man. I would be up. And I wouldn't, from from working the overnight to going home, I would probably would fall asleep at maybe like five in the afternoon from working the overnight. That's how bad it was. And, you know, with all of this going on, it, it really pushed me to try and, um, better understand myself and also to get closer to God. I think for me, that's what helped me the most. I know everybody has different things that help them, whether it's meditation or, or, or therapy or whatever it may be. Um, what helped me the most was establishing my faith and getting closer to God. I think that was the biggest thing that helped me. And what helped me get there is I had the right people around me. You know, so having the supports that I had, having the people around me that I had, to really help me get through this was a big, big, big help. Um, So then as the year goes on, you know, summertime rolls around and you start like 
experiencing different things for the first time without that person that you were in a relationship with. So like we had planned a trip to, uh, we were supposed to go on a cruise actually <laughs> the Christmas before she had, uh, booked us a cruise and the cruise is still booked. So even though she broke up with me in February, the cruise is still booked. <laughs> and we, um, you know, even though we're not together, we're like, you know, we might as well go on this vacation because she paid for it. So I'm like, well, it's a free vacation. I don't really care if I like you too much or not. I'm going to go. So we're still communicating in that sense. And then, you know, it just it just wasn't the right thing for us to do. It just where we were, how things were communicating, the way things were shaking out. <laughs> we probably would have ended up killing each other, man. It just, it wasn't the right place for us to be. So cancel that, scratch that. The cruise was supposed to be for my birthday. I ended up just having a chill birthday on my own. <laughs> you know, it was all right. So get through the birthday. Fast forward and, you know, maybe a couple months after my birthday, um, her mother passes away. And of course, you know, we're still not together at this point. And at that point, that didn't really matter too, too much to me because, you know, I loved her mother. You know, I've seen this woman deal with a lot. I, she was a very strong woman, very church going woman, loved that woman to death, man. So, you know, even though we weren't together, her losing her mother and just me losing somebody that I, I loved, even though we weren't I wasn't with her daughter anymore, was a lot. So now. You know, it's the loss of relationships and, and three deaths in in one year. And man, that was a lot for me. But like I said, um, getting closer to God was really, really the huge piece for me. Um, and understanding that mental health is a huge thing. It's something that a lot of people deal with and something that, you know, you have to actively work on because, not every day is going to be your best day. There are some days now, even to this day, we're in 2020. It's a year later. I still deal with anxiety. Um, I had a panic attack for the first time. That was <laughs> that was an adventure. So, you know, it's a journey into itself. Um, and it's something that you got to continue to work at, continue to be great at. And don't beat yourself up if you're feeling down. You know, don't beat yourself up if something is hard at the moment or you just don't feel like you can do something at the moment. But understand that it's going to get better. It will get better. And uh, you will heal from it. That journey of healing is is, is a special journey, man. Uh, one person I really do want to shout out. <laughs> uh, Ashley. Ashley, if you're hearing this, man, you know, she uh, she added me to this Facebook group called Purpose Not Opinion. And she's also got a website. You definitely got to go check her website out. But I don't think she really understands. And I've never told her, you know, so hopefully she hears this, that uh. Her adding me to that group and just her being so positive, her being so open and her just creating a space for people that is encouraging, that is an uplifting space. And that Facebook group really helped me tremendously, you know, to to wake up every day and see some of these positive affirmations to see that I wasn't the only one dealing with something to be a part of a a group of a community of people who are also dealing with anything that they're dealing with and things that may be extremely similar to what I'm dealing with was amazing because it made you feel like you're not alone. So in a, in a world where 
a lot of other things are glorified. She created a space where healing is glorified. And I want to thank her for that. You know, I want to thank her publicly on this podcast. And I'm definitely going to try and reach out to her privately and thank her as well, man. She's an amazing person. Um, and I thank her for that. She was a big part of my healing journey, whether she knows it or not. But she'll know now. But huge part of that healing journey for me, man. And anyone who is experiencing any sort of, I guess, you know, you're, like if you're feeling down, if you feel like you're lacking support, if you feel like you can't talk to anybody, if you feel like you're alone, you know, I'm here for you. Um, I can always connect you to a resource or I can be your resource, you know. So understand that you're not alone. You're never the only one going through something. That's something that's really plays with your head a lot. When you're going through a lot, you start to feel like it's just you, like you're by yourself and like you're closed in. But you're not alone. You're not by yourself. And it gets better. You know, it gets worse before it gets better. It's tough. It's going to suck. It's going to be some days you're going to be ready to give up and wish you weren't here no more. But you got to keep fighting. You got to keep pushing forward. And it, it, it gets better. I promise you it does. I think I'm a way better person now than I was before. I think going through what I went through helped to shape me, helped to mold me, and helped to put me in a position where I can reach other people and relate to other people from personal experiences that I otherwise wouldn't have had. So it helped me to gain a different level of understanding and it helped me to be here today to have this podcast and to talk to you all. You know, a lot of why this podcast exists today is because of what I went through in 2019. So, you know, there was purpose in the pain, something beautiful came out of the pain. And I hope that, you know, moving forward, as we share these episodes, as we continue to talk, as we bring guests on, as we're open, honest and transparent, that this can be a huge benefit to you all and a huge resource and a huge tool. So thank you for listening to my story, man. And uh, I hope that, you know, you continue to listen, continue to support and continue to help the movement grow. This is Daily Dimensions. I am your host, Smitty. Signing off, man. Thank you.